A lot of people say they want accountability when they try to bring health and fitness into their lives. But then when they try to set up their accountability, they make one huge mistake, which ultimately actually just makes them fail. So today I want to teach you what that mistake is, and then I want to teach you four things you must put in place to have the best accountability on your health and fitness journey. So when a lot of people try to bring health and fitness into their life, they try to bring this accountability piece in. And to me, at this moment, particularly if you're unmotivated or if you haven't exercised for a lot while, people tend to make one massive mistake at this moment. What they do is they kind of what they'll do is they'll contact a friend who's also maybe struggling with their health and fitness, and they'll say, "Look, I want to get my fitness in place, and you know, I know you want to get your fitness in place. So let's let's start a routine and let's make each other accountable to each other, so we stick to our routine." And maybe for the first week or two, you stick together and you do really well. But often what happens in this situation is after a couple of weeks, one person has a moment where they trip, where maybe they wake up one morning and say, I'm not going to do the session. So they text their partner. And because the other partner is also new in this journey, they, they can easily give up. So the other partner who's meant to be an amazing accountability partner might say, okay, yeah, you know what? I might take the morning off as well. So instead of showing accountability, ultimately what happens is in this moment, both people quit. And they end up quitting together very quickly because fundamentally, neither of them were really good at the skill of health and fitness in their lives. And so but probably the first thing I want you to take away from this video is, is if you're looking for accountability, don't look for somebody who sucks at the thing that you want to be good at. <laughs> like That's just setting yourself up for failure. So if we can understand not choosing people who aren't good at what I want to be good at is important, what are four things that we can put in place to make sure we're better at putting amazing accountability in place? The first thing is, is if you can pay, particularly if you're a new person, but if you can pay to get a skilled expert to guide your journey. Now there's a lot of reasons why we want to use a skilled expert and ultimately a skilled expert who's helped somebody like you. They've, they've got the knowledge, they know the problems you're going to face, they know how to give you the solutions to those problems and so on and so on. But because you've paid for them, A, you have a higher level of commitment because you want to get a return on your investment, but B, they've got, they've got an obligation to show accountability to you. So they aren't going to, when you text them say I can't be bothered, they're not going to say oh, I'll have the morning off. And so actually, you, you, you said you want to make a commitment to your health and fitness. And if you want to make that commitment, you need to make sure you turn up. They're going to make you pull your socks up. So the first way to become great with accountability is if you can invest in somebody who's great at helping someone like you and has the skills as a leader in this area. Now, when we look at outside the skilled person, then we'll think of the next three areas. And the next three areas are more when you're choosing maybe somebody you know in your life. So the second thing we want to do is we want to find somebody who's actually skilled in this area already. And what I mean by this is that not just the, you know, not like the, not like the fitness professionals, not necessarily a PT, but it might be somebody in your life who's really good at exercise. And what you're looking at here is you're looking at a couple of things. First of all, they have the basic skills that make them be successful with exercise. So they might have the habit of turning up every time. They might know the routine of the things they need to do before they get out the door. They know how to train hard. So they've got the, the skills around the stuff, but they also have amazing character traits. 
and, and probably a strong identity around exercise as well. So this person sits in exercise in a real strong way. So when you choose this person, you're choosing somebody who is not trying to develop their basic skills, they're already there. Now ideally, what you're trying to do is, if you're new, is to raise up to the level, or if you're of their level, is to kind of work with them to become a higher level. And then that takes me into point number three. With accountability partners, one piece that they often miss is the conversation around what are the standards that we need to maintain. I remember years ago when I first started working at a gym, well actually just when I was a member of the gym, I joined the gym to get big for rugby league, and I managed to just one day bump into a guy called Jay in the weights room, oh no, sorry, he's actually in the changing room, and I said I was looking for a training partner, and Jay said, yeah, I'm keen, and Jay and, Jay and me were the ultimate training partners, because ultimately what we did is we sat down and said, okay, well, if we're gonna be training partners, what are the standards that are gonna be really important to us? One, we always turn up. You know, you're never not going to turn up. B, that we're here to push each other to a level that we can't get by ourselves. C, that even when we're struggling, we're going to make sure we push the other person because there's going to be a return effect. And Jay and I actually sat down and had a conversation about this before we even started training. So we established the standards that we were trying to maintain as a team that would make both of us better as accountability partners. And I think this is a piece that a lot of people miss. They might choose the accountability partner and they might choose a skilled accountability partner, but they don't lay down the framework or the standards that they wanna maintain when they're working with this person. And if we can put these in place at the very start, then it gives us a very clear thing to look for as we're working through the journey together. So let's just say Jay missed a session, or at least missed a couple of sessions, I could say, mate, you're not keeping to the standards that we would keep to. And I can pull them up, and because, why would I do that? Because I want to be a great accountability partner. And that leads perfectly into point number four. If you want to be a great accountability partner in your life, you have to be the most amazing accountability partner for that person as well. And that means that once you've found the person, once you've set the standards, you have to make sure that they're maintaining the standards. So if they miss a session, you don't let them off the hook. You kind of say, hey, actually, you kind of said that you wanted to turn up every time. And we said this was going to be really important to us. So what's happening and why are you missing the sessions? Or if there's a consistency with that. Also, one thing you want to do is you've got to push them to the higher level. Going back to Jay, when I trained with Jay, he beat me up. Like Jay destroyed me when I was training. Now, why was this important? Well, how do you think I was going to treat Jay when it was his time to do his work in the weights room? I beat Jay up as well. I never let him off the hook. And one of the reasons I didn't let Jay off the hook or he didn't let me off the hook is that we both knew that if that was our standard and we maintained that to each other, then they would hold that standard to us. So when we think about the standards that we've got, your job is to make sure you don't let your person off the hook. Now, you want to think about the best way to communicate and the best way to work with your partner in the long term, but ultimately, if you can help maintain standards that you set before each other, they're going to do that for you, so it's a win-win relationship as you're working through this. Accountability is really important for change and really important for progressing quickly in your life. Unfortunately, people make two mistakes, either they don't put it in or they choose people who aren't very good at that area anyway, and then they don't put the steps in place. So remember, don't choose somebody who sucks at accountability. Secondly, choose if, you, if you're newer to experience, skill, choose a skilled professional and maybe spend some money, or 
then choose somebody else who's already skilled in the area where you set the standards and both of you maintain those standards in the relationships. If you can put that in place, I tell you what, your progress will go massively through the roof. And that's the value of having accountability in your change journey. If you enjoy my pieces and you want to bring exercise into your life, you need to check out my book, I Will Make You Passionate About Exercise. This book is designed to be a step-by-step -step journey that teaches you the right lessons and experiences to guide bringing exercise into your life, not just for a moment, but where you get to the place where you have a long-term love of exercise. So you get fitter, you get healthier, you have great stress releases, and you feel amazing about yourself. This book has been hugely successful getting to the top 10 in the world for health and fitness books. So if it's time for you to bring health and fitness into your life, go to Passion About Exercise, click on the link, go through the process, and you can be starting your journey of finding your love for exercise really soon.